Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour two of the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, and what is the deal with cities not shoveling sidewalks? What is the deal with that? You know, uh, my question really is it's a little more it's a little more nuanced than that in the sense that I'm really I, I read this article in the Star Tribune that was all about what happens when somebody doesn't shovel their sidewalk that led me to want to know why don't cities just shovel sidewalks in the first place like why isn't that why don't cities shovel sidewalks in the way that you know they shovel alleys and streets right because to me um, it seems like every single year it is a hot mess to get people to shovel their sidewalks. You, if you live in the city, you understand. Um, and, and if you don't live in the city, let me just explain that like there, well, at least in my neighborhood, there's like constantly uh, homes that, you know, fail to shovel and then they don't shovel right away. And so things turn into ice. I mean, I've been out of town before, and then things don't get shoveled, and then they turn into ice, and then it takes, like, all winter to, like, chip away at it and mm-hmm. put tons of salt down. Anyway, and then in this story, it talks about, like, what the actual cost of not shoveling is, and I just thought, gosh, for all the drama and for all the obnoxiousness, and I know we'd all like to believe that, like, everybody just takes care of their own stuff. I mean, have you lived no. in a city? I don't care where you are. That, you know best plans but that's not always going to be so it just led me to wonder like i don't cities just shovel sidewalks man if you have the answer six five one six four one one oh seven one i imagine you don't because i don't think there probably is an easy answer but if uh, people do want to join the conversation great colleen i will tell you that i did learn it's so inefficient the way that um, the different cities in, in this article, they talk about both St. Paul and Minneapolis. We live in Minneapolis. Holly lives in St. Paul. Um, we lost her. Yes, we do. Oh, I was like, where did she go? You mean, yeah, she actually moved <laughs> no, to St. Paul. Used, she used She's to live still in Minneapolis here. with us, and then she just moved across the river. But in Minneapolis, for example, if you don't uh, shovel your sidewalk edge to edge within 24 hours of the snowfall, you could be put on the hook for like up to 250 bucks worth of fines yeah basically the cost of the city coming out and doing it also like you'll be the biggest jerk in your neighborhood oh there are several jerks in my neighborhood i mean if that's the measure i don't think they're jerks i'm just saying like if the measure is people who don't i'm here to tell you uh it's it's like it's hard to walk your dog without you know, coming across a sidewalk that hasn't been shoveled properly. Oh, 
And I'll just say that the the motivation for us to shovel ours at our house is that we don't want to tick off the neighbors. Yeah, and I think most <laughs> Even people... more than the city. And, you know, most people, I think, probably operate that way. And that's why I think a lot of people would say, well, why would I want the city to do it? I don't want to pay when I can just do it myself. And for most of us able-bodied individuals, that's fine. But I would just like to remind you that sometimes we live, and I don't know if you've been paying attention the past two years, we live in communities where there are people who can't get out of their homes or who aren't able to, for a number of reasons, get out of or leave their homes. And so think about like, and yeah, sometimes if people on the street know, they'll help out, you know, an elderly person or uh, a Mm -hmm. person that's not able to do it. But that relies on a lot more like onesie twosie like fingers crossed let's hope everybody does their part and i'm here to tell you again having lived in the city now for a number of years that doesn't that doesn't always happen and don't even get me Mm -hmm. started on multiple like homes uh like apartments where maybe the the property management companies don't come out fast enough oh yeah or just people you know people who are lucky enough to have a service that service might not show up even within the first 24 hours. So, you know, it's not always as easy as cut and dry. It's just, you know, get out there with your damn shovel. It just doesn't happen that way. Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Noelle. Hello, Noelle. Noelle, uh, what's the deal with the city's not shoveling the sidewalks? (laughs) Well, I'm a city employee, and I can tell you right now that it is 90% of it is manpower. I mean, if you think about the amount of people that you'd have to have on the streets shoveling sidewalks, that's a a little absurd. And (laughs) a lot of the alleys are contracted out. Oh, that's good to know. know, Yeah, and the the city does 90% of the roadways in Minneapolis. But if you've noticed, Bradley, I'm assuming your alley looks like crap. Mm -hmm. Um, That's because... (laughs) Everybody's short-staffed, and they can't get people out there to do that work. That makes sense. And with that being said, go out and shovel out your garbage carts, because I guarantee you they're oh. buried in snow. Oh, guess or what? They're frozen to the ground. <laughs> guess what? Ours are not, but here's, here's because we're kind of those people. I can tell you everybody on our in our alley who oh, yeah. hasn't plowed theirs, because when I drive down the alley, I see all the nice yellow pieces of paper sticking out of their garbage cans from the nice people who have to work in those alleys to empty that trash. So Yes, I'm sick of karate kicking garbage carts <laughs> to dump them. So I bet. But do you, yeah, that's that's the reason why. No nobody to do it. Yeah, you, you, I, it makes total sense. Like it would obviously be something that, you know, you'd have to invest time and money in and right now that's hard to come by. So I totally get it. Thanks. Yeah, so much. we love you, Noel. Right. Hey, love you too, ma'am. See you later. <laughs> Bye. That's so sweet. I by the way, I just I I, I am amazed that people think like, oh, it's in the alley. Nobody's going to see this. It's like, do you oh. see how many like trucks come through our alley to do like garbage pickup, recycling mm-hmm. pickup, compost pickup? You know, people yeah, just like Noel. Three separate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also through. just I also just think I imagine like when you do get called out because in this article they talk about city workers getting called out to do these jobs. I imagine that's like a hot mess. Like you have to show up to somebody's because it's not going to be right away, and so it's going to be crusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wish maybe well, you know. Go ahead. I mean, just think about what happens. I, I, we've already underscored it, but you know the snow removal process is not always an easy and clean 
thing, right? So, like, when you think about at your own home, if you let it go a little too much, like, if you're out of town and you come back and you have to, you know, kind of clean up what maybe wasn't yeah. perfectly cleared the first time around. Yeah. That's what leads to, you know, the puddles and then the skating oh. rink. Oh, there's a full-on then... ice skating rink mm-hmm. on one stretch uh, that we walk every morning. And <laughs> Louise has taken to just stopping. She's like, I'm not, we're not doing I'm this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not, I am right. not slipping and sliding. But and I want to bring ice, under... like I want to bring salt with me as I'm walking to just like... <laughs> To put out. Yeah, you just want to rip Taylor all of yeah. that around the neighborhood. Of course, like, we shouldn't be doing somebody. salt everywhere. Don't even get me started. Oh man, or bring kitty litter just so you can have a little grip. Unused but, kitty litter. But you start to understand why when cities that aren't accustomed to getting the the amount of snow that we get, why it shuts them all the way down, right? Because not only are they like they, oh, they, they just don't have the have, equipment. They just don't have the equipment. So you totally get why schools get canceled in areas that aren't used to having snow. Oh, yeah. When When, I lived in Texas, there'd be like a tiny little bit of snow on the ground. Everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm staying home for the week. Exactly. You're like, okay, sure. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, from shoveling snow to shoveling terrible fashion choices oh. at the Critics' Choice Awards. We're going to talk about uh, the Critics' Choice Awards and a, and a little bit of a fashion don't when mm. we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, let's take a trip on over to the Critics' Choice Awards that happened over the weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Bradley Trainer has shown up today with all of his opinions about all the opinions. The Critics Choice Award. Look, I don't have that many opinions, um, but I do have a few, and one of them is not positive. So just know that it involves Lady Gaga, and I'm sorry. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. I'm going to tell you about the Lady Gaga one first, and then we can just talk about the the Critics' Choice Awards. I followed it on the social medias, and I really, at this point, am very selfish about my awards viewing slash consumption. Like, I want to just see the things that I like win awards, right? Like, that's the place Obviously. that I'm in right now. Yes. And, um, and, I, and I'll do a little bit of that. But the first thing I want you to do is open this Us magazine, this Us Weekly article about Lady Gaga's... Uh, Gucci outfit on the red carpet at the Critics' Choice Awards. Okay, hold on. Opening. Um. Um. What actually is happening? <laughs> she. I mean, it looks there like she's a beautiful woman. Do not get me wrong. Lady Gaga oh, is gorgeous. She's stunning. That outfit, however, is it not. makes her her bosoms look like googly eyes. And I don't understand if that's a bra or if that's just sort of like a, like, like earmuffs for your boobs. Like, see how there's like one strap, like one string that comes down. So for the audience, it's like, there's this sort of, uh, gold, I wouldn't call that taffeta. I would call that like, what do you call that? Fabric. Um, probably satin. Satin. I don't know. It wrinkles. Yes, sure. Yeah. It's a it's a shiny gold fabric with some rhinestones or some mm-hmm. bedazzled bits and then some gold uh or excuse me black trim and then she's got sort of this <sighs> boobless midriff showing mm-hmm. black 
lingerie like I'm bad at describing fashion. It's like a shrug. It's like okay, a shrug. On top. And then they yep. forgot it was like three outfits that were incomplete totally. combined into one. Yeah. It looks like the gold part of the dress <laughs> doesn't come up as high as it's supposed to. Yeah. And so they were like, well, we can't get it all the way up. Let's put these patches on her nipples. Well, and it's not even <laughs> nipples. It's like it's full on like hats. Like her boobs have hats on. <laughs> They are. They're going to start doing a kick line. One. Hats. Singular sensation. Two. And when you look at her from the neck up, you're like, ooh, she's fierce. She's owning the red. What is going on from the neck down? Anyway, so that was like the one fashion. And, you know, like in the age of like the world we live in right now, like judging anyone's fashion on my part is just hilarious. Like I look Mm, like warmed over uh, cat sick. I actually, okay, number one, you don't. I mean, compared to like like people who are willing to go to the effort to show up on a red carpet, that's what I feel like I look like. So I'm one, I'm not, I'm, it it takes a lot for me to throw some comments. Well, and these were deserved. So do you remember, like, I think it was like two or three years ago. I don't know what is time. Maybe it was four or five years ago. There was this sort of novelty. And I remember talking about it on the air. It was like a novelty thing that was supposed to prevent boob sweat and it was a towel that you could tuck under each breast and then it would go around the back of your neck and it was okay, I, don't, I don't know if it was a shirt what? or if it was a towel i'm not really sure what oddly it was. i don't remember this item of clothing oh. mostly because i don't think it's something i would ever wear but why would you need towels on your boobs i still don't know but they called it a neck towel bra oh. it was that's a, a great thing. word. I don't know. Anyway, that's what it looks like she's wearing. And it's, it, it, it's, it's, I don't know that it was ever fashionable. Um, but I will give her, here's where I'll give her points. She doesn't look any the wiser. No, she's owning Meaning, it. I mean, it's Gucci. Yeah, when it's high fashion, people like, just okay. own it. They're like, it's high fashion. What are you talking about? This is not, yeah. you know, this is not uh, like off the rack experience. I mean, of course, because nobody, your mom's not walking into like the Gucci outlet and going, you know what I really need? I really need this thing with <laughs> boob muffs. But I will say for it being super ugly, it, it actually is as flattering as it could possibly be on a figure. On her. I that mean, was my compliment. Thank you for uh, the compliment. I'm sure she's grateful to all of us right now. Uh-huh. But really, that was the only visual thing that sort of sidetracked me as I was looking through the thing that actually matters at the Critics' Choice Awards. The actual awards given by critics. And you know, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes, maybe we should ask him what he, uh, if, how his... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, submissions, because I believe he votes in this, how his yeah. submis- submissions ended up doing based on who won. And I don't mm-hmm. think there were any like huge surprises. You know, again, I didn't pay close attention to the things that I've, you know, look, I was paying more attention to the TV than the movie side of things. And Obviously. I was, with the exception of uh, Jessica Chastain, because she won again for Best Actress in... Uh, for best the eyes of Tammy Faye. actress in a film for the best eye or the best eyes, the eyes of Tammy Faye, which is just an amazing movie. And I can't recommend it highly enough. I admit admittedly have not seen the lost daughter house of Gucci or Spencer, but I did see being the Ricardos and I thought Nicole Kidman did great. And she's been recognized for that particular, um, you know, role. I think most recently in the SAGs, didn't she get the SAG for best actress? Nicole? I thought that Jessica Chastain did. Well, I feel like Nicole won something for that. Nicole Kidman. Anyway, mm. um, my point is that being the Ricardos was a was a good movie worthy of attention, also, and I think yeah, absolutely amazing that she did a great um, a great job. The other TV experience that I wanted to just talk about quickly is your favorite, Colleen Ted Lasso, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, sorry. No, Grey's Anatomy was not up for anything. <laughs> no, Grey's Anatomy gets honored by you, the viewer, every day because it's still on the air. Yeah, that's Thank enough you. for you. Yeah. Um, okay, what did, won, what, did te- what did Ted Lasso do? It won te- uh, Best Comedy Series, and it was up against um, a lot. Uh, you know, other great shows, or at least shows that have had great acclaim. Hacks, Insecure, Only Murders in the Building, the other two, Reservation Dogs, What We Do in the Shadows, and Insecure. Unless I just said that. Jason Sudeikis did win for um, Best Actor in a Comedy Series. And I think that... Well, that I'm glad for. He, he you know, it's, he's having his time. Well, and, that's and I'm his, happy for that. That came out of his brain. So he deserves definitely to be recognized. Supporting Actor, Brett Goldstein won for Ted Lasso. Supporting Actress, Hannah Waddingham, which is like... She's one of my favorites. I think people who loved Game of Thrones already knew about Hannah Waddingham. She was the shame lady. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but k- kudos, kudos to Ted Lasso. Now get watching, Colleen. I mean, uh, we'll see. I have to finish The Crown. I'm working on that Bloop. right now. No. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them D Bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Those celebrities behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Thanks for asking, page six. You're welcome. Oh. What do they do? Well, here's a headline for you. Courtney Kardashian enjoys vegan burger as fans speculate pregnancy. Jeez. Oh, Courtney Kardashian is eating a vegan burger, therefore she must be pregnant? What on earth? What are these people? Who? Oh. 
Okay. Fans are speculating that Kourtney Kardashian has a bun in the oven, and it's not just the one on the burger that she's about to eat, which, by the way, is vegan, and then she has sweet potato fries. Gross. The early 2000s called. They want their food back. Anyway, so what, what we're talking about is an Instagram story where Courtney posts her vegan burger, which, by the way, Courtney is kind of a D-bag in this scenario because she labeled the burger, the burger as vegan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the burger is vegan in the story. Like, thanks. We needed to know that. I'm glad to know you're eating plant-based meat patties. I mean, I have I also, don't care. I think that there's a... Do you see the French fries over the first letter of the name of the restaurant? I think the restaurant is called Yuckies. No, it's Luckies. If you see further <laughs> down, it's tagged. <laughs> um, or put another letter in there. Anyway, okay. it's at a place allegedly supposedly called Lucky's Malibu. Oh, yeah, that place is super fancy. Uh, girl, look at the food on that plate. It don't look that fancy. It does not look fancy. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, so wait. something tells me they're trying to look be fan- fake fancy. Mm. I mean, I don't have any truck with Lucky's, so. Oh, it's. A I'm s- looking at some of the rest of their menu, and I don't know why she ordered that. Well, you know, she probably is just like eating night right now and doesn't want to like go all crazy. I'm just saying <sighs> there is some really good looking stuff on this menu. I'm downloading their menu PDF as we speak. Oh, uh, it looks really good. I would do like. I mean, even if she wanted stuff. to do something vegan, there's other things also, that look better. Their main court. Well, yeah, they've got sauteed tofu. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. tofu fan, I'll admit, um, unless it's deep fried. They have an omelet du jour. Oh, what's that? As a main course, <laughs> along with sliced prime. It's the omelet of the day. Mm. Thanks. Uh, that sounds good. I'll have that. Yeah. Uh, along with like steak tacos and chicken parm. I mean, they have a lot of good stuff but on why there. Why an omelet? <laughs> I don't know. Some people like an omelet. Yeah. I like an omelet. For dinner? Sure. No, it's you don't. You don't go to it. When when was the last time you went to a restaurant and ordered an no. omelet for dinner that wasn't that named is accurate. IHOP? That is accurate. Anyway, I would sorry. probably I, not have an this, omelet for dinner out. I don't need to take Lucky's to task. I told them I had no truck with them. <laughs> Ultimately, true. my truck is with page six for doing what tabloids have been doing. Probably at the insistence of Kourtney Kardashian, and that is speculate about her pregnancy. Also, yes, thank you for clarifying, probably because the Kardashians are asking for that. Stay tuned to the third hour. There's a trailer. mm -hmm. But here's my question. What about the fact that it's a vegan? Is it that... Is it that it's a vegan burger that is making them speculate that she's pregnant? Or is it that it's a burger? Right? Because what does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do with anything. It's very confusing. Okay. I'm super confused by it. Uh, In her Instagram story, the media personality spoke out about her cravings. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. There it is. Cravings. And everyone knows ladies only get cravings when they're preggers. Right. It's true. You can't crave anything unless you're growing a person in your I'm uterus. glad I'm not a woman because I would be pregnant constantly. People would constantly mm. be like, uh, are you pregnant? If that was the measure. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so just add page six to the list of tabloids 
speculating about Kourtney Kardashian's pregnancy. All of them D-bags. Yeah. Do you want to know who ding, my D-bag ding, is? And dong. Yes. Who's your D-bag? Pat Sajak. Oh, he's been in headlines recently. Why is he your D-bag today? Okay, so we actually, like, we touched on this really briefly, I think, on Thursday. Holly brought it up in a uh, Dirt Alert update that Pat Sajak was getting some flack for the way that he responded to a contestant who was telling a story. And it's that whole thing that they do when they're introducing everybody and they're like, you've got a story, tell us your little story. And then the person tells, like, a one-minute story that, tells a little bit more about who they are and then everybody goes that's great (laughs) and then moves on with their life yeah well pat sajak i thought well you know sometimes he's kind of snarky and i thought maybe he was just being snarky and people took it as you know him being a big butt cheek Mm -hmm. turns out he was really really rude to this contestant turns out he was a butt cheek which one left or right he was a total but both he was both butt cheeks okay so listen to this and i the audio isn't great but it's the best we have all right this is what transpired uh last week on wheel of fortune as he's introducing a contestant But it's on your car. You had your big toe chopped off. Why are you telling this? Yeah, it's important to know that when I was 12 years old, I was riding a 10-speed bike with flip-flops, and I fell and completely cut off the top of my toe. Uh And the next car that came by were two paramedics that were on their way to the job, and they said, it's just a laceration, but I didn't know what that was, so it freaked me out even more. And uh, my toe was reattached, and I just want to say thank you to them 30 years later. Thank you. That may have been the most pointless story ever told. <laughs> Great. Okay. And you told it, Scott. Congratulations, you. I mean, okay, I don't know so, that I would call that pointless. It's so he was rude. Thanks for reattaching my toe. Yeah. To the paramedics. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. So for those of you who maybe couldn't, it's it's hard to hear. Um, the contestant, his name is Scott Ingerson. He says. Um, that when he was young, he was riding a bike with flip-flops, he fell off, and he actually like lost part of his toe. Mm. The next car that went by was paramedics, and they came out, and they helped him and reattached his toe. And so he said 30 years later, he just wanted to say thank you to paramedics. Yeah. Pat, who you know, I think he's... reattach his toe. I think it's one of those things where he's just like, do to do, I'm still doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Got to find something to be funny about. Got to cash my check. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Pat Sajak is like, where's that, that banana? Might... She's still push, pushing buttons. She's she still doesn't even turning, have to turn those things. Letters. She doesn't no, she turn doesn't. anything. Does she no, even she's touch anything? She points at it. She, I don't even know if she has to point at them anymore. She goes, I think she just walks by them and they. Ding. It's ridiculous. No, but Pat Sajak called that story the most pointless story ever told yeah, and then he congratulated them oh, it was so rude it was rude well and then the Pat. contestant can't clap back at pat sajak no and you has can't. to accept the disc graciously which he does yeah <laughs> yes it's so horrible well, i mean yeah you're there um, to win money the last thing you want to do is tick off the host true he did take home fifty seven hundred dollars in prizes um, sure think of all the Pat. socks he can buy. That's right. I mean, he he like left ashamed, but at least he has prizes. 
Yeah, I think Pat's just... I just... He's just on autopilot at this point. Oh, he's phoning it in for sure. Yeah. Even more I than... I feel like I would White. retire. I don't know. I just feel like... Although, I guess, like, for the amount of work he does in a day... Yeah. He's probably like, I'll take your money. <laughs> I mean... Exactly. Would you actually retire? He shows up. They probably he gets do to be all a of the jerk to the contestants. Yeah, he doesn't even have to turn the letters. Neither does Vanna White. What is her paycheck? That I mean, all you have to do. She doesn't even have to know the alphabet anymore. Like I can't tell if she, I. I don't know. Part of me thinks she's the most genius woman of the twenty first century, mm-hmm. or the twentieth century, probably. But like that, she was able to turn that into like an iconic career. I mean, I mean, she turned she letters and says bye bye. I mean, those are her two job descriptions. Are you familiar with the alphabet? Would you know if something were glowing? Well, and, and that's why you, say you know she's getting she's getting big buku bucks. Oh yeah. So that's she why I'm saying I think she yeah. might be the most brilliant woman of the 20th century. I know. I know. Um, all right. And hey, I bet everybody. she doesn't even pay for her wardrobe. I bet it's oh, usually no, no, like no. wardrobe provided by J.C. Penny. Mm, yeah, they do that at the end of every show. Jessica they, McClintock. They tell you exactly who provided her clothing Montgomery for her. Ward. Mm. <laughs> Is that still a thing? No! Oh, oh my God, know. don't you remember we used to have a Montgomery Ward just down the street, actually? The old warehouse, actually. Yes. The catalog warehouse. <sighs> No, they're long gone, honey. Yeah, Zales? I don't even think there's a Zales anymore. Oh. Or no, not Va- Zales. Zales. Zales is Diamonds. jewelers. Yeah. Venture. Venture. Do you remember I don't Venture? Know that. What's Venture? It not, was like a like a Montgomery Ward kind of thing. Oh. Guys, there is a Montgomery Ward. Mm, is it just yep. online only? It's just it's e-commerce. Yeah. Oh. So they call okay. it wards. Yeah. Vanna White sandals provided by Mervins of California. <laughs> Boy, I'm just really excited. I didn't know that there was a Montgomery Ward. Montgomery right, Ward. Well, it looks like the equivalent of like a Figgy's catalog or what's that thing called? Not Figgy's. It starts with an F, though. Finger Hut? Finger, Finger Hut. Hut. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you buy now, pay later with Ward's credit. Well, that is okay. exciting. Wow. It's just more exciting than service merchandise. You oh, literally can service get service merchandise. You want. I used to love service. They had layaway. What is that? Don't you remember service merchandise? No. It used to be in the Mall of America where the Barnes and Noble is. Yeah. It was. <laughs> what? It's again just like a Montgomery Ward or a Venture. How did I miss that? Service merchandise is like where you'd go to get like computer stuff or like electronics. Big stereos. Or, yeah. Three CD players. Or if you needed floppy disks. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! There used to be one. I feel remember like, floppy disks, right? Uh, oh my gosh! I feel like there was a service merchandise, maybe at Rosedale or in that parking lot area. I don't know. Anyway, then there was also Best with the ascending letters. Mm. Anyways, it really was Best. It really was. Everyone remembers it. <laughs> my God, let's go back to the mall of 1996. Oh my God, Zare. That was another I would one. Love to. Zare was like Venture. That's when I thought Zales. Zales is Zare. Oh, I'm ready to go to the mall in 1996. <laughs> We're going to hit up service merchandise. We're going to go to the mm-hmm. hologram KB store that's toys. upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, FAO mm-hmm. Schwartz if we're feeling fancy. A little, what was it called? Oshman Super Sports? Oh, yeah. You get to try on the rollerblades. Oh, one yeah. potato, two. Two. <laughs> Boy, that one I miss. 
Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to the mall in by the, the 90s. By the way, anyone who's <laughs> under the age of 35 has no clue, clue any of the words we just said. Like, I, I think I understand weird? those words, but I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we actually are going to take a trip to uh, something that looks like a store, but is not. Chloe's like Pantry. Oh, okay. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Listen, before we take a stop at uh, Chloe's Pantry, which is where I wanted to go, you know what just occurred to me in the break? We were talking about old malls in the last segment. Don't ask. We just were. And it just occurred to me, there's like no such thing as a music store anymore. I mean, there's record stores. Oh, yeah. But, like but Sam Goody. Yeah, or like Tidal Wave. Yeah. You, I Or what was the other one? Oh, what was there was like the Virgin? Was there a Virgin Mega Store? Was yeah. that that was a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Record. I mean, you you you've still got like cheapo and things like that, but to your point, it's usually vinyl or cassettes. Yeah, and There's it's usually just... sort of niche. I mean, you don't have any mass market because people don't consume music that way. It's one of those things that when we tell our when I tell my kids about, you used to be able to go to a store. And that's where you had to buy your music. They look at me like I have horns growing yeah. out of my head. And also, we used to listen to albums. Right? Yeah, what? What's an album? Although, I will say they understand vinyl because, Well, because you, you guys know, play vinyl. We play a lot of vinyl, and my oldest son also collects vinyl now. So he's got his own vinyl collection that he doesn't listen to. He just has. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, anyway, I, I promised you a trip to Chloe's Pantry. Now, do you remember... Fun. I think it was last week. What did you say? I said fun. Okay. <laughs> last week, we took a trip to Chris Jenner's dish room. And yeah, we which, were... by the way, can I just remind you, her dish room is separate from the home. Like, it was a separate, like, like building on her property. Continue. Wait, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I saw a it picture was... after the fact, and it looked like it was, like, a separate... Like, like an outbuilding like just for a, her dishes? she had a tiny home just for her dishes. Okay, that's, that's also weird. Also known as a dish hut. I mean, that would have been a great retail establishment in the 80s. I mean, so weird. Go to the dish well, hut. Well, Bradley, we, when we were talking about the kinds of rooms that we would want in our own home, one of the things you said is you'd want a pantry that looks like a grocery store. Yeah. Well, I would like to introduce you to Chloe's Pantry. Which is the pantry oh of your dreams. Is Have it, you though? looked at this? Well, I remember, as I'm pulling this up, I will tell you, I do remember that she's like organization, like to the nth degree, and it gave me mm-hmm. hives because everything was like weirdly color-coded, which, p- please, whether it's books or food, I do not understand. That means you don't read or eat, because who in their right mind organizes things by color? Like, I think I'm going to read a blue book today. Anyway, so I'm looking at this, and this does look very intense. And also, I have some severe questions. Okay, do you go. Want to describe? I have no answers, but let's do it. Do you want to describe for the audience what we're looking at? I mean, it just looks like the most luxury grocery store in the sense that it do- it looks like a grocery store, but not a grocery store. So she has many shelves. It almost looks like bookcases. The lower shelves have um, bins full of things like pasta and rice and 
I don't know. I can't really tell what else I'm looking at. And then there's an, and then uh, on the other side, there's like um, chips, etc. And then there's the next shelf has baskets. And in the baskets, you've got, um, I don't know, canned goods, but it's all the same. So it's not like my pantry where you're like, I see there's the area where the canned goods are, but then you have to rifle through the canned goods because they're all different. Hers are like a grocery store. She has all like a whole basket full of sweetened condensed milk and a whole basket full of Campbell's soup. You know, it's very. And then she's got Lazy Susans <laughs> that have sauces. And then she's got glass jars full of dry pasta, which I don't understand because the dry pasta is also on the bottom shelf. Don't even get me started. Okay, so everything is labeled. It's a whole thing. You you illustrated what we're looking at, and now I would just like to point out the most absurd qualities of this. Like, this is a photo where you're like, "Here's my pantry," and you mm-hmm. look and you go from you glance at it and you're like, "Oh, pantry that looks very organized, very clean." Oh, I bet my pantry would be dusty and crusty and stuff everywhere, right? But let's think about this for a moment, shall we? Okay. So now you did point out the obvious thing already, which is. Why are there, like, umpteen boxes of pasta on the bottom, and then she's got these, like, containers of pasta, which are, like, weirdly small in some circumstances, and in others, like, super big, and there's, like, three different containers of the same spaghetti pasta, like... I don't. Are you that's filling show sp- pasta? Are, yeah. Are you filling space? <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't buy. Also, could you just remind me who we're talking about, please? Chloe. Okay. Now, uh, name all the people in Chloe's family, please. Chloe. True. That, I'm done now. That's two, right? <laughs> Why does she need thirty boxes of Uncle Ben's? For two I people? mean, is she preparing for the end of the world? Why does she need six bottles of uh, baby Sweet Baby Ray? Like, I get, look, I buy in bulk, mm-hmm. and we only have two people in my house, but you don't need 30 boxes. Literally, if we were to count, I bet you anything there are, like, over 30 boxes, not including the jars of pasta. That This is not real. I don't think well, this here's is the real. Other piece. The other thing is, if you take everything is so perfectly balanced if you take one can of campbell's soup out you're gonna have to go to the grocery store and replace it so that it is restored to its previous do you see what i'm saying that is probably somebody's job oh yeah which is that is so wasteful also look at the and you never get to the bottom look at the long shot where they have those like i think what i'm looking at if you look at the long shot where the food yeah. and everything is on the left and then you look straight down to the end and there's a bunch of dishes mm-hmm. but if if you look at the counter level i think those are dispensers those are like it looks like there's like a brown sugar dispenser like maybe there's like a flower yep and probably cereals of any kind like mm-hmm. there are two people in her house mhm i mean does she have to feed the staff well, I it, it just says to me there's one of two things. First of all, I just don't I don't buy this. Like, I also I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Make me buy, buy it. it. I'm not buying it. Do you buy it? I'm not buying it. It does look like the uh, the labels on those boxes on the fourth or fifth shelf are extremely photoshopped. Wait, just, what? Which like, one? Like Where? the font. The font on the boxes doesn't look like it's actually on the boxes. Like none of the labels <laughs> seem like. They actually exist in real life. I just like who yeah. needs that much food? What a waste! All yep. this. Look, look how many cans on the top. Ocean spray cranberry sauce. 
She has literally mm-hmm. probably a dozen. Yeah, that's enough for what? all of our Thanksgivings. <laughs> Nobody. But do you think that this is all Plus. fake and this is all just all these things are photoshopped? And just you know what? This, these are props. Yes. These are like props like yes. you get at the grocery store it's or at the, whatever. You know what I mean? When we come back, it. neither am I. I'll tell you what we're doing when we come back.